Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be back. It has been a while and we're going to talk about it. Um, For many of you guys that know me, I am a mama and we have been through the ringer in my home Um, and just with like some little technical difficulties with my microphone and stuff. It's been a long time since I've been able to podcast and I am so excited to be here with you today because we are going to be talking about alchemizing difficulty. And this idea has been floating around in my mind for a long time. And it's kind of the idea of turning something into something else. Like that's alchemy, right? And so I'm going to talk about alchemizing difficulty into more embodiment, into new results, into new levels of abundance and wisdom and joy. And I'm talking about some of the stories and, and things that I've been going through. Because even though I haven't been podcasting, my business has been going on, of course, I've been working with clients, I've been launching and selling and serving and coaching and still doing my thing and doing the family stuff too, which is going to be a huge part of today. Um, My business also looks different. If you follow me on the podcast, but you don't follow me on social media, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Definitely follow me on Instagram. That's where I mostly hang out at It's Amber Smith. I have been posting updates there and I've been changing a lot of things, which feels really good for me. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But I want to first talk about what I've been up to. So (laughs) in October, I got mono and it was hard (laughs) and it wiped me out for quite a few weeks. Um, Like I said, I'm still a stay at home mom. So I was still doing the mom stuff and my coaching stuff, but I was really tired and really sick. And so I took some time to really just slow down and get present and do what I needed to do to take care of myself and my family. And I learned so much about what it means to not be in a rush, so much about what it means to actually serve in my business, because sometimes I work in my head and that's not a requirement to actually grow your business. I also had to let go of some of my goals for that season. I really wanted to close out the year with this huge, you know, rising energy and I, it just wasn't there. And so I had a difficult time. I had to navigate a lot of emotions. Um, I was, I had to process disappointment cause I wanted to end the year. You know, everyone wants this, but to me <laughs> as entrepreneurs, we always want to end the year with a bang, right? Like we want the highest income month. We want to make as much money as we can before the new year. And I remember reflecting on, you know, how much I had to slow down to honor my body and processing the disappointment of like, literally I needed to sleep (laughs) most of the time. I would fall asleep on the couch. I needed to go to bed early. I was not working out for a few weeks and it, it took a toll, but I also had this chance to really practice what I preach, which is like the masculine and feminine energetics. Like this is, was a season for me to slow down. And from the outside, people might not have noticed, but for me, I really noticed how slow I had to go. I'm used to going fast. And so it was my chance to really do what we're going to talk about on this podcast, which is alchemize the difficulty that I was going through. And I learned so much about myself and about business and seasons and what's really required and how to take lessons that keep showing up. One of the things that 
happened is I had little hints that I needed to slow down. My body was not feeling right. And I had some desires to, you know, take it easier and to slow down more during my day. And my body like was just was acting weird. Like I knew that I needed to slow down and I didn't. And a few weeks later I paid the price. I got very sick. And that's when I went to the doctor, got told I had mono and all this stuff. And so there's lots of little lessons that if we don't show up for the lesson, like the lesson will keep showing up for us until we get the hint, right? And so when we think about alchemizing difficulty, what lessons are showing up for you right now that are actually in service of your highest good? And you might have something come immediately to you. You might not, but I have a feeling that as you listen to this podcast today, you will have something come to you that you need to make right. And I want to challenge you to be bold and brave and make it right in your life or else it will keep showing up for you. And so I really like this idea of alchemizing difficulty because we all like as a human being, we signed up to experience the duality of life. We signed up for hardship and great things. We signed up for joy and sorrow. We signed up for sickness and health. We signed up for life and death. And that's part of the beautiful experience of being alive. And so duality isn't something to resist. It's something to embrace. And I learned so much, not just conceptually, but like really embodied during the season of sickness. So I got mono, but then my, me and my family were sick on and off pretty much all of October and November and December. In fact, right before Christmas, um, I got, a, <laughs> I, um, I got a sinus infection, my husband got strep, my daughter got strep, my other daughter got um, an ear infection, (laughs) and we were supposed to go to Denver to visit my family, and it was like all of us were on antibiotics because we were all really sick. It was crazy. And I remember thinking like, what is happening? Because I had a double ear infection when I had mono, and now I'm sick again with a sinus infection, and everyone in my family is so sick. And I remember thinking like, what is this? And my daughter's a kindergartner and everyone jokes that, you know, kids get really sick when they're kindergartners because we're bringing home all the bugs to get immunity or something like that. And I remember having the opportunity to just really sit and be like, this is not the end of the world. It was hard, but it's not the end of the world. And what's in this? What am I learning? Like, what is this showing me? One of my favorite mirror or coaching tools is the mirror, right? Like, what is this showing me about myself? And I really wanted to ramp up in December. Like I had a lot of big ideas. I was selling the coaching matrix, which we're going to talk about. Um, And I still sold and I still launched and I still did, you know, the bare minimum, I would say, to keep my business going and to um, get the right people in my programs. But I was a little disappointed with how much energy and time I had to give. Um, The other thing that happened is I had to let go of a nanny who couldn't give me the hours that I was wanting And so all of this is going on at the same time. I only had about five hours a week with a nanny um, and I was sick and it just like, it was, it was all compounding into hardship and maybe you're in in a season of that, or maybe you just got out of a season. And if you're not in it, you will be in it because that's life, right? We go in and out of seasons of difficulty, but that's where the growth is. Um, In fact, one of the, my favorite ways to think about life is you can either choose challenges or you can expect problems, (laughs) right? Like, Challenges are things that we choose. It's like a project we choose to go through difficulty for. And then problems are just a part of life, right? Like, I mean, even the word problem is a perception, but 
you know, challenges that naturally arise like illness, like death in the family, like people letting you down, like changes in the economy or the weather or um, family circumstances. I could go on and on. But the point is, is that we are going to experience these hardships, whether we choose them or not. I joke with my clients that business is just choosing hardship and discomfort on purpose for the higher good. And if we use this perspective to really think through why we came to earth, why we want to be human, and why we want to live a life of expansion and growth and evolution like we do, or else you wouldn't be listening to a podcast called The Conscious Coach Podcast. We want the growth. That means we also inadvertently sign up for the hardship because that is what refines us. That is what literally creates our ability to hold all the results that we want on the other side. Like imagine if you went to a conference or something and they got up there and just said, yeah, it's super easy. Like I just did a few things and now I'm a multimillionaire and my life is beautiful. And there was really no hardship. It just kind of like all unfolded and fell into my lap. (laughs) We wouldn't like that because that's not, that's not why we're here. We want, even though we don't quote, don't want the struggle, we want what the struggle gives us. We want the strength, we want the wisdom, we want the intelligence, and yet we have so much resistance when problems and challenges come into our life. I do. T- I mean, I'm, I'm not preaching, like, that's me too. The human part of me has a lot of resistance to hardship. In fact, um, it's now January, and just last week, all my kids got this nasty stomach bug, even my husband. And I'm like, again? We're sick again? Okay, what is this showing me? And we're going to talk about, I have five big ideas that I want to share with you today about how to alchemize difficulty. And I think at first it's natural to have resistance. In fact, I'm going to just jump into the five big ideas I have for you today. Um, the first thing that we have to do is to have non-resistance to what is. One of my favorite teachers on this is Byron Katie, where the story we have of our life, the perception creates our reality. And so if you have resistance, you're at, like, especially if you think it shouldn't be this way, that resistance, like, there, you, will, you will miss the lesson, you will miss the opportunity because you're in so much resistance to what is that you're not open, you're not curious. And so the first step we have to take when we experience difficulty is to stop judging it as bad. And this is counterintuitive and honestly anti, like, not anti, um, very different than what the world teaches, which is embracing our difficulty um this is going to sound really harsh but making ourselves victims to our circumstances because it's so hard and it's so bad and yes life is hard covid's happening all this stuff and we could accept that as just that's normal but i don't think you're listening to this podcast because you want something normal i think you want something extraordinary something exceptional and a podcast called alchemizing difficulty means you at least on some level want to turn your hardship into gold, into something valuable. And so you have to stop judging it as bad. And this is really hard. This is so hard. (laughs) But the more we can do this and be neutral about our hardship, the more we can see the wisdom that's waiting for us to like grab onto. And so after you've gotten non-judgmental, after you've gotten just really present with what is getting very basic on what the facts are right so i could use the example of um my kids being sick right i could say my kids are sick this is so hard but this is so hard actually is a judgment and i want to change the story so i have to get rid of the story right so i'm looking at this this idea or uh, this situation my kids are sick 
with non-resistance and non-judgment. My kids are sick. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Then my next big idea is you're going to have to ask yourself, how is this for me? What's the lesson here? And this is like holding up a mirror to your problems and challenges to really decide what you're going to pull, what wisdom you're going to glean from the hardship. So for me, it it took me, I'm not going to lie, it took me a few days (laughs) to see what was for me in this situation because I had a lot of resistance to what was. I had a lot of resistance to it being, them being sick again. And I had a huge story that this was hard, that my life, this was the worst week of my life. I found myself thinking that I was so dramatic, um, that I was all alone, that my husband was at work and he's so lucky that he doesn't have to deal with all these puking kids and all this stuff. My story was just all over the place and very, very dramatic. (laughs) And it's funny now that I'm on the other side of it, but during it, I was super resistant to what was. But as soon as I open myself, okay, this isn't, this is a story. I get to choose what the story I tell about this. What do I want to believe? And I was like, I want to believe that this is going to help me become the woman I want to become. How? So then I asked myself, like, how is this for me? What's the lesson here? And um, one of my big things this year is it's the year of miracles. And I've talked about that on my social media. I haven't talked about it on the podcast, which anyway, I'm not going to be sad about it because it is what it is now. But I'm really excited about the year of miracles in my life and business. And this was a chance to see and create a miracle, a shift in perception. And so once I shifted that, I saw all these opportunities. I could really strengthen my relationships and my bonds with my daughters. I could spend really devoted time to them. I witnessed clients reaching out to me during this time. It was like one of the crazy weeks where I wasn't really selling anything yet, but people were reaching out to me about my one-on-one coaching, reaching out to me about my programs, and I wasn't even actively selling it. And that was a miracle that I, I could really ride, kind of ride the progress that I had made in, in the past. I'm so grateful for past me for doing all that work so that I could reap the benefits in a moment when I really needed to just be with my kids or rest. Um, that was huge. Uh, the other lessons that I found was like, I can slow down. I don't need to speed up. I can really just be in the moment with my kid, no matter what's going on. Um, and it was like a beautiful experience that I took my kids outside once they weren't <laughs> puking and stuff. They're feeling a little bit better, still a little tired. And we went outside in the sunshine. And I remember just like I had tears in my eyes looking at them playing. Like I wouldn't have appreciated their health. I wouldn't have appreciated their smallness. This is the smallest they're ever going to be. I had the chance to reflect in a way that I haven't reflected in a long time because I like to move fast and I'm missing my life if I always do that. And so that was a huge gift for me to slow down and witness all the beautiful miracles that are in my life right now that like, I'm never going to get this time back with my kids. My business will always be there. Dang, I don't want to miss that. So that was a huge miracle for me in just that little moment Um, And then the other thing that I really got to experience, which is something I'm bringing into this podcast today, like the words that kept floating through my mind were the frequency of everything. If we want more abundance and bigger, better results, like we all do, whether we're super ambitious or not, whether we're entrepreneurs or not, we all want something we don't have yet. That's part of life. But if we want something we don't have yet, we also sign up for the flip side. We also sign up for more duality 
And that's the frequency of everything. And if I don't know how to receive duality, I limit the bigness and the cool, quote, the cool results that I keep saying that I want. And that was a huge shift for me too. Um, The next thing that I want to talk about, especially if you're a coach with a business, for me, was how am I going to teach this? And this this was something that was a big jump for me, but like I started to see what I was going through as I, as soon as I started making my shifts, like I could teach someone how to do this. And that gave it meaning that gave it depth. I started paying attention to how I was feeling and what I was saying and some of the principles that were coming through the truth that was shining, just waiting for me to see it. And I started to take it a whole different level. I started to really glean the principles and the wisdom in my hardship because I knew I was going to teach it on this podcast, maybe in a program one day. And so I started looking for the principles of truth available in the hardship. That is alchemy. If you can turn your hardship into something that benefits someone else, that's alchemizing difficulty. As coaches, I feel like we get to wear two hats, right? We get to teach people the tools we know, but we also get to share from our life experience and mentor them, um, our clients through our experience, not just what we know, but like how we've applied it in our life. And so that was huge for me. So that's like the third big idea is how are you going to teach it? The next thing, number four is what are the micro changes we make because immediately because of this hardship. And I use the word micro really intentionally because it's so easy to think we need to make really big changes. But a lot of times when difficulty strikes and when hardship happens, it's usually something really small. In fact, I'm going to tell you a story. Um, I had to process a refund for a client just recently. And even though we worked together like six months ago, (laughs) um, because due to her, some changing circumstances in her life, she couldn't complete our container. And I remember thinking like, how did this happen? How did I create a situation where I had to process a refund like almost a year later? Um, And I was frustrated by myself that I didn't see this coming, that I couldn't have prevented it. Um, I don't process that many refunds. And so it felt really heavy to me. And I realized there were some things that I could have done, just small things like chatting on the phone with them before we started, making sure I articulated my values and my refund policy, having them sign a contract and things like that, that I missed. And so I could have used her asking for a refund as this huge problem. Um, I could have seen it as something that was limiting my business now, that was such an inconvenience that wasn't, you know, right or whatever. But I learned as I just shifted in these micro shifts, like some tiny things that I could have done differently. And because of that, I'm going to save myself so much time in the future and create a better streamlined process for the future. And that's alchemizing difficulty. I'm turning it into something that's going to save me loads of time and money in the future. And it would have been sad if I hadn't learned that lesson now and then experienced even greater difficulty because I didn't show up for the lesson, right? Like we have to show up for the lesson or else the lesson will keep showing up for us. And so that actually leads me into the fifth big idea, which is get sold on the ripple effect and benefit, right? Of the difficulty. And so I can really see, cause everything's happening for us, right? That's a belief that we can hold. If I, to use the refund example, she had changing life circumstances and was asking me for a refund and I could have gotten really caught up in that story. But because I did this process, which I'm sharing here, 
what is what lesson is for me how is this going to change me how am i going to teach this what are the micro changes i'm going to have a streamlined process i'm going to have a stronger client filter for the future um i'm going to articulate my refund policy and all sorts of things that are is helping me become the ceo that i want to become in my business and then when i think about the benefit of those decisions of those micro changes it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. It's probably hundreds of hours saved because of the processes and streamlined effect that's coming from that difficulty. That is alchemy. And so I want you to consider and honestly, like get excited by your difficulties and challenges because it's shaping you to become the person. It's also causing you to create different actions in your life that is actually going to help you create what you keep saying you want. So don't wish them away. They're the very things that are going to qualify you (laughs) to hold it. It's going to make you more capable, more wise, more able to hold bigger things, right? And one of the things that I think about all the time is people who are wealthier than me or more successful than me just can hold more problems than me. They know how to solve either higher level problems. um, They know how to hold more duality. And it's a skill set that you can learn, but like we have to go through it. We have to actually walk through the difficulty to get the lessons, to get the wisdom. And so if you're going through a difficult time, one, it's okay to feel a lot of emotions. I don't want this podcast to make it seem like I'm invalidating what you're going through. It's just, I also know there's another more empowering story that will allow you to alchemize the difficulty and turn it into something remarkable. That's what coaching is. That's what we can do. That's an opportunity we have in life. This is what we do as coaches with our clients is we help them alchemize their difficulty and turn it into results, turn it into new characteristics, new ways of being that allow them to create the life, the life they want really consciously. And so I just wanted to share those five big ideas for you on how to alchemize difficulty one more time. First, non-resistance to what is. You have to witness what, what's going on without judgment, without your story, right? It's not bad. It's not hard. It just is. And then from there, you can ask yourself, how is this for me? What's the lesson here? And I'm not going to lie. Those first two steps, it might take some time. You might not be ready to see your difficulty in the eye, like in the light of well, how is this for me yet? You might just need to grieve. You might just need to cry. I think there is a certain period of time where it is important just to believe your story and feel the emotions that are coming up. I think that's part of being human. It makes us empathetic. It makes us compassionate. Um, and so I don't think that that's bad. It's just that there is going to be a time and you'll discern when to start shifting it. When it, you move from pain to suffering, where it's prolonged suffering, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. I don't know who said that, but someone said that. And I believe it, right? So when we go through something hard, the pain of going through something hard is very real. But when we choose to suffer by believing the story, that's when we get into those vicious cycles. And so that's when we want to shift without judgment. We're not judging it. We're just getting present and curious and there's no story, that's when we can shift from our suffering and move beyond it and transcend it. Then we ask, how is this for me? What's the lesson here? One of the things I wanted to offer too is number three, how are you going to teach it? How are you going to get through this and teach the principles you learned? That gives it a whole new dimension of meaning. Number four, what are the micro changes you're going to make immediately because of this? And then number five, get sold on the ripple effect and the benefit of this hardship. That is how you alchemize difficulty, my friends. 
And it is a very useful skill in life. It's a very useful skill in business. I hope you got something from it. Um, In fact, I actually want to talk about how I alchemize difficulty with my program, the Pro Coach program. Um, If you've been following my story and and my work, you know I launched a Pro Coach program uh, about a year ago now. And it was a beautiful experience. And there were some shortcomings and some pitfalls that I went through. I realized what I had envisioned for Pro Coach Um, I wasn't meeting my own expectations. I wanted Pro Coach to be a place where coaches could come to get support for their life and business. It was a business program, but I, you guys know, it's all related, right? And it felt out of integrity for me to coach on anything except for high-level, high-ticket coaching, because that's what the Pro Coach program was about. And as I started getting, I felt restless and kind of resentful for what I had created because I wanted to expand into other areas like what I've been into now. I just finished a program called the art of deep coaching where I taught my process for coaching and it was amazing, but that was outside the scope of the pro coach program and out of the ashes of (laughs) the pro coach program, as I started to, um, envision, something different. And I started to reorganize what my, my business was. I had this idea to launch the coaching matrix, which is much more comprehensive. It's life and business. It's going to be about relationships and business and money and selling and coaching. Like I just finished that, like I said, the art of deep coaching this month and so many other programs that I'm going to run. That's so much more extensive and lights me up because I, I feel very unlimited by this, this model where it's just all coaching life and business for coaches and entrepreneurs. And I feel really excited about it, but it came from me really sitting with my decision to, for the pro coach program. I had to process some embarrassment for pivoting. Once again, I had to process some, you know, um, maybe processing some feelings of the pro coach members, not being happy about the change, maybe confusing people. I got a few emails from people who were like, what are you doing? This is like, you change your mind a lot, basically. And I just held that. I was okay with that because I knew where I wanted to go. I was turning something that felt hard to me, which was under-delivering in pro coach and turn it into an opportunity to over-deliver in the coaching matrix, which is my year-long mentorship program where I launch a new program every month. So now the pro coach program is just a single program this like it's actually happening um, this week. I'm I'm launching uh, the Pro Coach program, and it's it's a live program, and it's just it's a different structure, but it feels really good. And that came from really sitting with my the difficulty of restructuring Pro Coach, and I did what we talked about in this podcast, which is like I sat with like how is this for me? What am I learning? What micro changes am I gonna make? Um, like. What, how am I going to teach this? Which is what I'm teaching you right now is like how to pivot into power, not pivot into weakness. Like I feel like I pivoted and I feel stronger and more clear about what I do. That's a powerful pivot. Um, and the other thing is like the last step five, which I shared is like the ripple effect, the benefit. I know people are going to be more served by me launching the coaching matrix than if I had stuck to the pro coach program the way it was. I feel better. I feel more lit up. I have more energy about it. And so that to me tells me I've alchemized difficulty and turned it into something more powerful, more beneficial, more service focused. And so I'm really excited about it. Um, You'll hear me talk about it more because that's like my jam now is the coaching matrix. And I'm really excited about it. But I 
even if that doesn't resonate with you, even if that's not something that's relevant to what you're going through, I want you to take the principles from this podcast episode, life or business. That's what we do as coaches is we alchemize difficulty for ourselves first and for our clients. We help them tell a new story that's empowering so they can create the results that they want and rise in consciousness and create new amazing results. And guess what? We still bring the duality with us. Even when we create new results, we're always going to have to learn to alchemize difficulty because problems and challenges are part of being alive. And if we have resistance to that, we're going to create more suffering. And so I hope this podcast episode was shining a light for you on how you want to approach your difficult situations. And like I said, like it doesn't mean that we don't feel those emotions of grief and sadness and anger and pain and frustration and powerlessness. It means we process them and there's going to be a moment where you get to choose a new perception, a new way of seeing your difficulty that's more empowering, more enlightening, more like wisdom focused. And that's when we can alchemize it. That's when we can turn it into something beautiful and amazing and empowering and create new results. And that is life, right? That is the process of life over and over and over again. The details change, the people change, the situations change, but what we're doing is evolving. To me, I almost called this podcast something about evolution um but to me alchemy just felt like the right word to use it you are literally changing the quality of your situation and circumstances into something beautiful and so whatever you're going through i just want you to know i'm cheering you on whether i know you or i actually don't know you we're just podcast buddies thank you for listening thank you for being a part of my life and part of my business Um, If you're interested in the coaching matrix, you're going to hear me talking about it more, but go to itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix so you can learn more about it, see if it's for you. And if not, that's okay. Thank you so much for listening. Go alchemize your difficulties and challenges, okay? I'm cheering you on and I will see you in another podcast. Bye. Hey. If you love this podcast, I know you'd love my mentorship program, The Coaching Matrix. We take the work deeper and we integrate it. I'm calling it the year of miracles because it will take your life and your business to the next level. I'd love for you to check it out, www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.